Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Unbookable Podcast. Man, things are getting strange. As if they couldn't be any more strange, we have yet achieved it. And of course, we have achieved it in the state of Vermont. Yes, in the state of Vermont. Okay? They are banning girls from their own locker room to accommodate one transgender student. Just one. So the entire volleyball team at Randolph High School in Vermont is being banned from their entire locker room. Can you believe this? I can't. I honestly can't. It's, 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 it's a little insane. I, I don't know how on earth we can justify taking girls out of their own locker room so that one biological male can change in that locker room. Is this the definition now of women's rights? Is this the definition of protecting women? Is to remove them from their own locker room, ladies and gentlemen. Their own locker room. So that a biological male, transgender student, can change in that locker room. I don't know where we're going here, folks, but I'll tell you this. This is Vermont, but I but <laughs> red states need to look out, man. You need to look out because this is coming your way. If you want to see the future, just look, look, look at places like Vermont. So, hey, real quick, if you enjoy what I'm giving you here, please like, subscribe. You can uh, super chat in here and I'll, and I'll talk to you. Um, that's the only way you can support me. Uh, hit the bell also so you know when I'm coming on. Go over to YouTube. If you're on Facebook, go over to YouTube. Go over to YouTube and watch me there. That'll help out. Um, and uh, send your friends. Share the videos. Obviously, share the videos. But let's get in here and figure out what's going on in the state of Vermont. Bernie Sanders land. Bernie Sanders land. It's uh it's a it's a strange place. So we've got here. So we've got Randolph, Virginia, uh, Vermont. Uh, Randolph High School girls volleyball team has been banned, has been banned from its own locker room while schools, school officials investigated conflict involving a transgender uh, student on the team. Vermont education policy says students can play sports and use the locker room corresponding to their gender. But some members of the Randolph girls volleyball team objected to having a transgender teammate in the room while they were changing. So they objected to having a biological male in the room while they were changing. Quote, this is huge. Everyone's asking. So why aren't you allowed to go into the locker room? She says, said uh, Blake Allen, who's, who's, excuse me, who along with her fellow teammates are currently barred from using the locker room after some of the girls on the team objected to allowing a transgender player in the girls locker room. Quote, my mom wants me to do this interview to try to make make a change, Alan said. I feel like for her, I feel like for her, for stating my opinion that I don't want a biological man changing with me, that I should not have harassment charges or bullying charges. They should all be dropped. So this girl has been charged with harassment and bullying because she doesn't want a biological male in in the locker room while she's changing. What on earth? What on earth? Man, 
Uh, this this was brought to my attention by Hard Hat Beast on Twitter. You should follow him there. He might be on the stream here soon. But but um, this is this is ridiculous. This is absolutely ridiculous. This is the state of women's rights in our public schools in the United States of America. That if a if a biological male decides that they are at any moment a female a girl that they can just invite themselves into the locker room. And if they don't want to leave, they sue for harassment and the girls get kicked out of the locker room. Come on. (laughs) Just, I don't get it. So moving forward, let's keep reading. Alan said that the dispute started when the trans student made an inappropriate comment while members of the volleyball team were getting changed. She says her issue is not with having the trans student on the team or at school, but specifically in the locker room. This makes perfect sense. This makes perfect sense. There are biological boys that go into the girls' locker room, but never, uh, that goes into the girls' bathroom, but never a locker room, Alan said. She says that fellow team members and parents have also raised similar concerns and have approached the school with them. They were told that under state law, the transgender student could use whatever locker room they identified with. In the email to family, school officials wrote that the school has plenty of space where students who feel uncomfortable with the laws may change in privacy. So they're forcing the girls to move. Not the transgender student. See, it's an unequal system. It's an absolutely unequal system. Why doesn't the girl go? Why, 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 why not just have the, the biological girls go into a small changing room? There's only one transgender student. This is tyranny of the minority in the nth degree. That they get to command the spaces of girls because they decide they, they're a girl that day. Or any day. In the email to families, schools officials wrote that, that the school has plenty of spaces where students who feel comfortable with the laws w- w- with the laws may change in privacy. Feel uncomfortable with the laws. May. They want all the girls who feel uncomfortable. So pretty much 10 girls. This is this is Blake saying this. This is the, one of the girls who was uncomfortable. They want all the girls who feel uncomfortable. So pretty much 10 girls to get changed in a single stall bathroom, which would take 30 minutes. Where if one person the transgender student, the biological male of the group, got changed separately, it would take a minute, like no time, not like no extra time, Alan said. So we're already giving up the ghost here because this boy is allowed to compete on this girl's team. Giving the team an unfair advantage, most likely, against a, an all-girls team. Another all-girls team. But now, see, progressivism progresses, ladies and gentlemen. Progressivism progresses. And red states like Oklahoma, Kansas, Idaho, all of you guys, all of us over here, this is where it's going. This is where we're going. I don't understand it. I don't see how how, how we can allow this. What kind of clown world are we living in? What kind of absolute clown world are we living in? 
And remember, uh, super chats are open. If you want to, if you want to dialogue with me, just uh, it helps support my channel, helps support what I'm doing, the information I'm bringing you. So I would really appreciate that. And if you're watching on Facebook, come on over to YouTube, like, subscribe, hit the bell there. Helps me out. Okay. Um, moving forward with the story, Vermont, and I'm going to let you. We're going to watch the video here in just a moment of the of the actual girl talking about this because I think it's really heartbreaking that her rights. In the most intimate times where she's taking off her clothes, right, are usurped by, I guess, what is considered the best woman of all, transgender women? Man, nobody can be a woman like a man can, right? Nobody. It's it's amazing. The Vermont Agency of Education, or it's a Randolph co-principal. Lisa Floyd said in an email that student safety was the district's top priority and that when policies are violated, this disciplinary action consistent with the law will be taken. She's not talking about the transgender boy, the transgender student that's a biological male being in there making inappropriate comments to girls while they're changing. She's talking about the girls. She's talking, saying the girls are being discriminatory against this biological male who's making inappropriate comments to her while she's changing. That's who the principal's defending here. I mean, come on. Thank you, Talk Story Tribe. Biden's current proposed changes to Title IX says anyone who identified as a gender can enter facilities or play on that vendor team. Yes, that's the, that's right. So this is this is absolutely state sponsored peeping tomism. This is state sponsored peeping tomism in this locker room right now. I'll just keep that up there for a second. Thank you very much for the super chat talk tribe story. I really appreciate that. Um but this is very important that this is this is not just this is federally mandated that this happen. And you will just like the principal said, I'm gonna read what the principal said again. She said in an email that the student safety was the district's top priority. She's talking about the transgender student. And when policies are violated, the policies of being bullying against a biological male who's trying to watch you change and make inappropriate comments. Disciplinary, disciplinary action consistent with the law will be taken. And so that's why they barred the 10 girls from the volleyball team from the bathroom, so from the locker room, so that the one transgender student could change in peace and safety. What on earth, folks? What on earth? So I'm going to go up to the video here because can you believe this? Honestly, can you believe this? I, I even this I've seen so much, but this is just again progressivism progresses little by slowly. We're gonna just right on in. Women's rights. Women's rights are given to men who decide they're women. But I just I must underscore it doesn't work with race. Even though you get a biracial people, and you have lots of them. They won't let you identify as as black if you're white or really white if you're black, right? They won't let you do that. But you can still have a penis and say, I'm a girl and 
That's perfectly all right. What in the blue hell? What in the blue hell are we dealing with? So I'm going to play this video. Just so you can get, I, I, it's just hearing that from their mouth is insane. And banned from its own locker room while school officials investigate a conflict involving a transgender student on the team. Kiana Burks is live outside of Randolph Union High School where she talked with one of the players who is now facing disciplinary action. Kiana, what do you know? Vermont's education policy says that students can play sports and use whatever locker room corresponds with their gender. But some members of the Randolph girls volleyball team say that they object to having one of their transgender teammates use be in the room while they change. I spoke to one of the girls. You think? It's a huge thing. Everyone's asking, like, so why aren't you allowed in the locker room? Like, High school student Blake Ellen and her teammates are currently barred from using the locker room after some of the girls on the team this objected to allowing a transgender player in the girls' locker room. My mom wants me to do this interview to try to make a change. Well, and she should be commended for her, for her bravery here because you know that she's going to just be attacked by the trans lobby. She's going to be attacked by the trans lobby and this, this peeping Tom... Or peeping Thomasina, if you want to do it that way, in the girls' locker room, making inappropriate comments to this young woman and her and her teammates while they're changing. She's the one facing disciplinary action, not the transgender student in the locker room making inappropriate comments to the girls. Allen says the dispute started when the trans student made an inappropriate comment while members of the volleyball team were getting changed. She says her issue is not with having the trans student on the team or at school, but specifically in the locker room. Biological boys that go in the girls' bathroom, but never a locker room situation. She says that fellow team members and parents... The simple fact that we're letting them in the bathroom in the first place is, again, progressivism progresses. They're never going to stop. Just think about where we go from here. Think about what happened in Loudoun County, Virginia, where, where uh, female students were, were assaulted and the school covered it up. This is an agenda, ladies and gentlemen. This is a systemic agenda. This has to go into what I've been talking about all last week with the transgender surgeries in Oklahoma. This is Vermont. It will be Oklahoma in five to 10 years if we keep going down the road that we're going down. Absolute insanity, people. This is absolute insanity. Parents have also raised similar concerns and have approached the school with them. They were told that under state law, the transgender student could use whatever locker room they identified uh-huh. with. In Not just email- state law, but federal law, as, as uh, Talk Story Tribe just told us, right? Again, I'll just throw that up. Again, thank you again for that super chat. Appreciate that. Biden's current proposed changes, right? See, and this they're enforcing this already in states, even though they're proposed changes. They're enforcing this in schools all across the country in the name of inclusion. Right. And see, so remember what I told you about inclusion? Inclusion has a legal meaning. Right. To include one or what something specific. Right. Means the necessary exclusion of the other of others. 
And in this case, it couldn't be more stark. It couldn't be more out there and in the open. Okay, guys? Because they removed the 10-girl volleyball team from the locker room so that the biological male could stay. This is this is not okay. This just is not okay. And they're going to come after me and they're going to come after this young lady. I'll tell you, the, 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 the mainstream national media is about ready to come after me. You'll see. So, but we'll see. Um, it's going to be interesting. But, the, but, but it's not about me. It's about these kids. That's the, that's the most important thing here. I'm just going to finish this out. Mail to family. School officials said that the school has plenty of space where students who feel uncomfortable with the laws may change in privacy. They want all, all the girls who feel uncomfortable, so pretty much 10 girls, to get changed in a single-style bathroom, which would take over 30 minutes, when if one person got changed separately, it would take a minute, like no extra time. In the email to parents, school officials say they are conducting an investigation into allegations mm-hmm. the girls harassed the transgenders. Okay. So, again, I, and I think they don't mention this in the video, which is interesting, but there's an allegation on both sides. Okay? There's an allegation here on both sides that the, the transgender student made inappropriate comments, and now the transgender student saying they harassed her. Him, them, they, those. Okay? So... But beyond what was said in the locker room, if my daughter were in there and a, and a boy were in there wanting to change with her, I would want her to harass him too. Right out of the damn locker room. She should stand up for herself. That's not harassment. Standing up for yourself in your privacy is not harassment. student in the email to parents when if one person got changed separately it would take a minute i just want you to hear that in an email to family school officials said that the school has plenty of space where students who feel uncomfortable with the laws may so change remove privacy. the girls they want all all the girls who feel uncomfortable so pretty much 10 girls to get changed in a single style bathroom which would take over 30 minutes when if one person got changed separately it would take a minute like no extra time in the email to parents, school officials say they are conducting an investigation into allegations the girls harassed the transgender student. Lisa Floyd, the co-principal of Randolph Union High School, declined to go on camera, but in an email told me that student safety was the district's highest priority and that when policies are violated, disciplinary action consistent with the law will be taken. Disciplinary we also action reached out consistent to the state the education agency, but didn't get a response. AOE policy states in part that the use of restrooms and locker rooms by transgender students requires schools to consider yeah. numerous factors. But the policy goes on to state that a transgender student should not be required to use a locker room or restroom that conflicts with the student's gender identity. So every girl, no one's allowed in the locker room, no volleyball girls, even during school to get changed for gym class. No one's allowed from volleyball. This is insanity. And the school says that their decision to close the locker rooms and launch the investigation should not be seen as judgment on either side of the dispute. Oh, right, and that they are continuing right. to work to create the safest environment possible for all of their students. Reporting in Randolph. So their judgment should not be seen as judgment. That's really important for them to, for you to understand. They do not want, <laughs> they do not want 
their judgment to be viewed as judgment against the girls who are not allowed in the room because a boy will not go in the room because the boy's allowed in the locker room. And I would get in more trouble for calling this biological male a boy than the boy being in there. That's that, that's the other part about this. I, I, I don't even know. Okay. This is a biological male. It's a biological male down to its, its DNA, his DNA. And these girls have a right to change with other girls in privacy. Away from the male gaze, right? It's like, man, they don't, they don't care about this kind of toxic masculinity, do they? They do not care about this kind of toxic masculinity. But here it is. Here we go. I just have to go back. I, I just want you to hear what, what the young lady says again. Because she's being sincere. And the school is refusing to protect her. And the state law is allowing her to be put in this situation. The, the, the state law of Vermont is allowing her to be, is actually mandating that she be put in this situation. And so they banned the whole team, all of the girls from their own locker room, this is what they mean when they say disrupt and dismantle. This is the goal of diversity, equity, and inclusion. And it will progress. And it's going to do so quickly. Yeah, quickly. Boys that go in the girls' bathroom while team were getting changed. She so says she's currently that again. barred from using the locker room after some of the girls on the team objected to allowing a transgender player in the girls' locker room. My mom wants me to do this interview to try to make a change. Allen says the dispute started when the trans student made an inappropriate comment while members of the volleyball team were getting changed. She says her issue is not with having the trans student on the team or at school, but specifically in the locker room. Biological mm -hmm. boys that go in the girls' bathroom, but never a locker room situation. She says that fellow Biological team members boys. and parents have also raised similar concerns and have approached the school with them. They were told that under state law, the transgender student could use whatever locker room they identified with. So they can in use both. See, that's the other part. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. So if a transgender boy, okay, uh, a, a biological male who identifies as a girl, says that that morning they're no longer a girl. They can go use the boys' locker room and the boys' bathroom. Right? Yes, they can because it, the, the state law, look, we have plenty of spaces, but look, the, the state law... In the school with them, they look, were told that under state law, the transgender student could use whatever locker room they identified with. The transgender student. So that now raised them above all the other students. They've raised them above all the other students. Do you get that? This is inclusion. This is equity. They're discriminating against these girls in order to create equity. And they included the transgender at the expense of the biological females, the women, the girls. 
this, uh, how can anybody? I I just I just think trans, the transgender movement hates women. I think that's obvious at this point. And I think the state is showing their hate for women. I think that's obvious at this point. When you're allowing boys in the girls' locker room, and then when the girls get upset, you remove the girls from the locker room. Clown world, ladies and gentlemen. Absolute clown world. That's hateful. You want to talk about hate? That's hateful to those girls. But I want you to hear what she says. Just because you, you I, I can't, I can't. In an email to families, school officials said that the school has plenty of space where students who feel uncomfortable with the laws may change in privacy. They want all, all the girls who feel uncomfortable, so pretty much 10 girls, to get changed in a single stall bathroom, which would take over 30 minutes. A single stall bathroom. They want them all to go. When if one person got changed separately, it would take a minute. Man, she hits it right on the head. That is equity. That is inclusion. That is the discrimination against her. It's tyranny of the minority. Tyranny of the minority. You get me? It's letting some, it's letting a kid who Lord knows what the motivation could be, because I I love how if you declare yourself transgender, your motivation is always pure. It's always assumed pure. That's the only time you get any type of charity, right? The concept of charity, of assuming the best possible interpretation of what it is they do. You're mandated to give them by law. Thanks again, Talk. uh, Sorry. Thanks again, Talk Story Tribe. Another super chat. Uh, Public school administrators, teachers, and counselors are all in a religion, but don't perceive it. We can't talk them out of their religious passion. That's right. Yes, no, this operates as a moral judgment. It operates as a moral dictum. It's a doctrine. That's absolutely right. I'll just leave that up for a second. Because it's, it operates, you either do it this way or you're good. Or you're, or you're bad, right? To, do, to be good, you have to do it this way. You have to act this way. You have to um, subscribe to this moral doctrine in order to be good. And it is religiously believed because there's no, let me repeat again, there's no evidence for that. There's no evidence that a transgender student or that a male student couldn't, you know, come out there and say, hmm, I'd like to see some girls in an undressed way. And so I'm going to be transgender and I'm going to go do this. It sounds like the plot to like a late 90s, early 2000s movie. You know what I mean? Like an American Pie kind of thing, like something they would do just to, you know, be boys. Except that it's costing these girls their privacy and their rights in the school and their safety within the school. And the law is actively against them. What on earth have we become? 
I don't know. I don't know. But I, I'll tell you this. They're going to come after me. They're going to come after her. They're going to come after anybody who dares stand up for, for what standards are, are common sense standards. That's what they're going to do. They're going to use anything and everything. And see, this is the thing. They don't hold you. They don't hold themselves to the standards, but they require you. You hold yourself to the, your own standards. And they will use any time in your whole life. No matter how far back, this is this is cancel culture, this is callback culture, whatever they want to call it. Any time in your whole life, they'll make up stuff to make it look like you're not holding up to your standards that they don't subscribe to in the first place. And that's what they're doing to these girls. And the fact that they should have to make this young lady, this brave young lady, come out and talk about this on the news in order to, for anything correct to maybe happen, because this is Vermont, guys. The likelihood of anything happening. All right. Probably slim to none. It's absolutely 100% a mechanism to break down society, disrupt and dismantle. Black Lives Matter told you that when they started. All the critical theorists tell you that. Theorists tell you that when they started. It's in their academic literature. This is what dialectic smashing two completely different things that don't make any sense together and then somehow you end up in utopia, right? We're, we're seen with this all the time. And at least, you know, the Republicans here in Oklahoma are good on this one, on this issue, right? But they went from bathrooms now to locker rooms. Progressivism progresses. Right? So just don't let this happen. Don't let this. If once they codify it in state law, they'll start using again, using it against, using it against the girls. Because here's the thing. Let's just flip this for a second. Do you think boys would have a problem with a girl? coming into the locker room because they identified as a boy and changing with them? Honest question. Why don't you ever see it the other way around? You know? Why don't you see it the other way around? Because girls... Women in society, as they've actually, you know, the, the, here's the thing. There's truth in the lies that they tell you. There's truth in the lies, and that's what makes them effective, is that men have done, done this kind of thing to women. And so that's why, and they're, they're the weaker sex, right? They're the weaker sex. And so you don't have a rash of, of peeping Tom women. You know? You don't have a rash of peeping Tom women. Peeping Thomasinas. You don't have a rash of that. And that's why you don't see this, this issue coming up with girls in boys' bathrooms. 
You know what I mean? We've got to start asking ourselves that question and bring that up. Why don't we see this the other way around? Why don't we see a transgender biological female trying to get into the male locker room? Why is this only happening with transgender biological males trying to get into female locker rooms? It makes no sense. It makes no sense. Thank you, Talk Story Tribe. I appreciate it. If there's one thing I know, it's DEI and how it's weaponized. And this is DEI in action. Now, I'll tell you, all the DEI offices, like, for example, in Norman Norman Public Schools, they've the DEI office is gone oh, magically, even though it was the most exciting thing in the world. Now, the director of DEI is the director of student services. Still doing the same thing, still has her equity investigator unit, her team of teachers that goes around and reports on other teachers and other students and, and, and instances of discrimination like this one. You know? We've got to start being louder about this. And when they come after you, okay, when they come after you, which they will, you just got to stand up. Even when your friends leave you, even when you just got to stay standing and don't stop being loud. Because they're going to try to undermine you. They're going to try to discredit you. They're going to try to make you look bad. They're going to try to bring up anything and everything they can to use against you. But this brave young lady right here is doing the right thing. But it's very, very sad that she has to. Honestly, her mother should be out there doing it for her. But she with standing right next to her. Because I guarantee you this girl will suffer some consequences for her bravery. And the state of Vermont will allow it. And so will the school. They will make you pay for daring to question the new religion. DEI is a hack of separation of church and state. It is a hack of the separation of church and state. Because it implants a religious-like ideology of moral moral goodness, a different, a, an inverted one from from you know everything you were ever raised to know, and then does it across public and private institutions, and then unifies them in one direction. Yeah, progressivism progresses. We're going down a dark road, and it's not. Read the Brave New World. I'm not saying it's literal, okay? I'm saying it's an allegory for what could come. And it looks like is coming. Just think about this. Go back to 2001 in your mind right now. What would the leaders in 2001 say about this right here? What would they say? Many of them are in power right now. What would Joe Biden say about this in 2001? What would Barack Obama say about this in 2008? 
when he implanted Barack Obama, that is, the first DEI executive order and, and mandated diversity, equity, inclusion in the federal government, it began this process. And we're seeing it its progression right now. We're seeing its progression right now. Again, I, I, I can't, I, no, nobody can say it better than students who feel uncomfortable with that under state law, the transgender student could use whatever locker room they identified with. In an email to families, school officials said that the school has plenty of space where students who feel uncomfortable with the laws may change in privacy. They want all, all the girls who feel uncomfortable, so pretty much 10 girls, to get changed in a single-style bathroom, which would take over 30 minutes, when if one person got changed separately, it would take a minute. Women's like, rights. No in the email to parents, school officials say Women's they are conducting rights. an investigation into allegations the girls harassed the transgender student. Lisa Floyd, the co-principal again, of Randolph Union High School, declined to go on camera. But Of course she did, because she's a freaking coward. She's an absolute coward. But look, it says, but some of the members of the Randolph girls volleyball team objected to having the transgender teammate in the, in the, in the locker room they were changing. There's a, there's a portion here where they say that the, the, the transgender student made inappropriate comment to them. Yes, if you're here in Oklahoma or outside of Oklahoma, call the governor and tell him he should have used that money he let pass last week for OU Children's. Well, I don't even know. No, I don't even think he should have used it for the homeless. I think he should have sent it right on back. Because I'll tell you, guys, I hate to break it to you. ARPA money is being used to build homeless shelters, but that's designed to transform the electorate of your of your state and city. That's what that's for. That's why ARPA, because ARPA, if you don't know how ARPA works, ladies and gentlemen, it it is all under what's called an ESG or a DEI lens. You have to do something that's social justice related, right? Medical related within justice terms. So critical social justice terms. And they view, this is all designed to transform our society electric, in, in the places that they need the votes to win the electoral college, really. All they got to do is take one of these little small states that nobody pays attention to, Idaho, Oklahoma, Kansas, and turn it reliably blue. Because they aren't letting you back into California. The corruption there is too thick. And so they they throw up a flag, DEI flag, and here come the homeless. Right? And then you got to report that you're doing that. And then you get them in low-cost housing. You basically get them on the dole of the state, relying upon the state, so that they'll vote for measures that, what? Keep them relying on the state. They did this in Detroit. They did it in San Francisco. They did it in LA. Go watch Chris Rufo. He did some great reporting on this. You cannot, he says it yourself, you cannot build your way out of homelessness. These are, I'm telling you, I, I would not be surprised to see a lot of them are activists. Being paid to do this kind of thing. Not unheard of. And did you notice that 
like in Oklahoma and Norman, for example? Yeah, I know, Dolly, it's okay. It's okay. I know you're learning. See, but that's what they do. That's what they do. They weaponize your empathy and try to put it in a in a in a certain direction, right? They weaponize your empathy and try to put it in a certain direction. So if one doesn't work, the other one will. Does that make sense? And that's what they did these these girls in this situation. They've they've accepted, okay, we'll let boys, you know, biological boys, as she called them, in our bathrooms. Fine. But now it's the locker room. And so they're taking a stand. Right? Chase K, again, this is what I'm talking about. The homeless issue is the same. They don't need to use government, federal money for any of this stuff. They're trying to transform your electorate. They're trying to use this to transform the state. There's a reason why Michigan was so long, for so long, blue. There's a reason why California is just rock blue. They did this in all the major metropolitan cities, which vote if you have the votes there, right? So they're doing it in Norman right now. They're going to spread it to OKC. It's in, in Tulsa. If you've got those three places, you've got the state. And they get them on the dole in this low-cost housing. I know I came from this kind of family. My parents were capable people with good jobs at one point. And they had their substance abuse issues and then things like that. And then they got to the point where they just didn't want to work anymore. And they just figured, oh, well, I can put my kids on, on insurance and I can do all of this for free and not have to work and just sit at home. That's the path of least resistance. Right? And my parents made 10 grand a year in, in 2003. And couldn't afford anything. And they get they, they they just they died early, 57 years old. It's drugs and it's and it's it, lack of motivation caused by a lack of of purpose. So the homeless issue, I'm telling you, it's just another red herring. Because anything wrapped up in ARPA. ARPA is, they could have done it under ARPA. They could have done the homeless thing. But anything wrapped up in Biden's ARPA, which is all going through the CDC, is a trap. It is an absolute 100% trap designed to transform your state, your city, your schools into this. One paid for Vote at a time, ladies and gentlemen, one paid for vote at a time. And it's all connected. So I'm not getting on to you guys about, I understand you're good people. You want to help the homeless. Who doesn't? That's the job for churches. Where are the churches? It's not the state's job to put them up. Whatever happened to the give a man a fish, feed him for a day, teach a man to fish, feed him for a lifetime? This is not, I'm not saying there aren't people in trouble, but it's not the state's job to do it. And the more it becomes the state's job to do it, 
the less freedom you will have. And the less and the more of this you will see. I know it doesn't seem connected, but I promise you it is. Go look at the ARPA funding grants. I have. What I'm telling you is true. They have to, it's homelessness, it's 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 medical spending on mental health. Anything medical related that pushes this ideology into the hospitals, into cities, into schools. And it's pushed it right into these girls' locker room. And it's kicked them out of it. You know? Craziness, guys. Absolute craziness. Well, that's all I got for right now. But I'm going to be back later on. So, like, subscribe, hit the bell. Share the video. I went on TimCast IRL, which is a giant podcast, 1.4 million viewers. And I've gotten almost no growth from it. It's 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 unheard of. So I think YouTube is 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 knocking down my account. As we talked about on Timcast, you can go find it. it was Thursday night show. You can find it there. And they uh just no growth at all. So I find that interesting. You should too. So like, subscribe, hit the bell. Find me on Twitter. And we can't let this happen in the red states. If they get Idaho, Kansas, and Texas, we'll never win another presidential election. A conservative will never win another presidential election. Because this stuff is designed to be systemic and to hold a state, not just flip it. And they will turn you all and your children into what they call and use all the time human capital. It's called Timcast IRL. It's on YouTube. It was on Thursday night. I was on that show. So, yeah. Go see it. Like, subscribe to my channel. Share the video. Hit the bell. We'll see you soon, guys.